Hi, Cherise here with a special announcement. You can now enjoy select episodes of Detailed in video form. That's right. Detailed is now available on RCAT's YouTube channel. Now, you may be thinking, I already listened to the podcast. No need to watch it on YouTube. Well, trust me, if you don't want to miss out, even if you're an avid listener of the podcast, the video format is a completely different experience. Not only is it like hanging out with us, but you also get to hear parts of the conversation that were left on the cutting room floor. You can also see the photos, drawings, and video as we discuss the incredible projects that are featured. Come join us on YouTube. Follow the link in our show notes, and let's get into the details. This is an original podcast by RCAT. Try the number one most used website for finding building product information and save time and money. No registration is required with RCAT, so try it today and get ahead on your next project. Visit RCAT.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. Hi, Sharice here. I recently had the opportunity to join the RCAT team at Greenbuild's 2023 International Conference and Expo in Washington, D.C. Greenbuild's 2023 theme highlighted the decades-long legacy and unwavering commitment of the green building movement to transforming the built environment to serve, prepare, and protect our communities in a rapidly changing world. I spoke with several interesting people who are committed to that effort and had a ton of great insight to share. We are bringing those conversations to you here on the Detailed Podcast as bonus content. Enjoy. My guest today is Joe Rabori, Manager, Inquiries and Engineering at Biomicrobics. Joe advises clients on wastewater treatment, stormwater treatment, and water reuse applications for all kinds of properties using Biomicrobics water process technology. Joe, how are you doing today? Good. How are you? We all want to do better and more efficient projects. And so that is the goal. We all know sustainability, net zero, decarbonization, all these fun terms, energy efficiency, just healthier buildings are more important than ever before. So my first question for you is, tell me what Biomicrobics is doing to contribute to these efforts. Teach me something. Okay. Well, Biomicrobics is all focused about water. And we address that in our niche, which is decentralized applications. So that is anything that is not connected to a city water supply or city sewer. Okay. So that can be anything from an individual house to a subdivision or commercial buildings like restaurants and schools and everything combinations thereof that need sanitation, water treatment, wastewater treatment, and stormwater treatment. So the way that we focus on sustainability is through the responsible handling of water. Whether we're you know, using it and then disposing of it, in which we need to do that safely so that we put it back into the environment in a way that minimizes the impacts, or we can even capture at least a portion of that water and make it suitable to use again and again on the property. So we have a number of different products that address that. And one of the things that we learned early on is that our products have to be simple for the people designing them and for the people that use them. 
because it already takes you know some convincing to get people to think about something kind of dirty like wastewater and they don't want to have to worry about it especially when it's something that's contained within their building or on their property maybe in their backyard and so we always strive to make our products simple to understand simple to operate and simple to install so that all the parties that are involved in the process from the design to the installation to the ongoing maintenance, they feel comfortable with it. The other thing that we know that our products have to do is they have to last a long time because it's a significant investment for you know the owner of a building to put in a private wastewater treatment system or wastewater reuse system. And you know they wanna know that their investment's gonna pay off. Absolutely. I worked in MEP engineering for six and a half years, so I'm actually, I actually have a little bit of familiarity with wastewater treatment and, and water reuse and that kind of thing. And, and you're right, that is so key. The more difficult you make it, especially when you're going into like the residential world for homeowners or apartment buildings or whatever, everybody has heard all the stories of old of that you know sewage tank buried in the backyard that mm -hmm. overflowed and the disaster that ensued. Right. And so people are, I think, almost jaded about exploring new options unless you really can clearly communicate that it's a different day and age, that we're not doing things that way anymore, hopefully. Can you give me a case study example? One or two case study examples. Tell me about a specific project, actually, that you did somewhere and what you did there to make a better building or a better system because you guys were Included. Sure. Well, I think one that comes to mind, which is kind of fun for us, is that we found a specialty in the wine industry where winemakers, you know, they crush grapes and then they ferment those grapes and turn them into wine. And that produces a lot of wastewater that's really high in organic content. And a lot of these smaller wineries struggle with what to do with that wastewater. And so they are historically served by septic systems on the winery property, you know, out in the country, so they're not connected to a sewer. But it's a challenge to deal with that really concentrated wastewater. So there's one winery in particular, it's kind of a, on the larger side of small scale family owned wineries, but they wanted to have a solution that could not only treat their winery process waste, but they also wanted to find a way to reuse it. And we were able to provide that to them with a wastewater treatment system that was designed to handle their strong winery wastewater and reuse it to irrigate the base of several of their grapevines. Oh, wow. And so they've reused millions of gallons of wastewater by treating it to a very high quality and then being able to use it directly on the property. That has to make better wine, too. I mean, you water your wine with your wine, that's, that's well, fantastic. you know, I guess uh, our, our process takes just about all the wine out of it, so yeah. to speak. Essentially, you know, our systems use bacteria, good bacteria, to break down and digest, you know, everything that goes into it. So that the end result is just the water. I'm glad you gave that example because I have a question that I didn't want to ask if you gave me a different example because it would have been kind of gross. But <laughs> So in a system, I'm, I'm curious because... I actually have stopped grapes with my feet at a winery. And so there's a lot of pulp and I mean, there's, sure. there's a lot of solid matter. And I've also dealt with gray water and black water reuse systems uh -huh. in my MEP history. How does your system deal with those kinds of things? 
Yeah. So generally, the first stage in any of our wastewater treatment processes is going to be a you know what we call a settling zone, where all of the heavier, larger solids will be given time in a large enough volume to sink to the bottom of the tank. So the bulk of solids are removed that way, and then all the rinds from the grapes and stems and things like that we separate using a very simple screening device that we include with all almost all of our wastewater treatment systems. Uh, we call it the Sanity Screen. And so what it does is it fits to the outlet of the tank and it's basically a vertical cylinder with a closed bottom and it has all these angled slots around the sides. And as water moves through those slots, it blocks you know larger objects from passing through. And the thing that's so great about it is that aside from having a very smooth surface that makes it difficult for things to actually stick to it, that would kind of blind it up, when it does need to be maintained, it's done very easily by simply lifting up and pushing down on a plunger handle that back flushes the screen so that you don't have to take anything out of the tank and wash it off or pick anything off with a gloved hand and all that, you know, stuff that nobody wants to do. So it's just a matter of, you know, pulling up and pushing down on a plunger and that jets everything off on the outside. And that was the first thing I was thinking. What happens, you know, because it's, it's solid, so things are going to back up or get clogged up at some point. He's like, I don't want to clean that. Right. Is there a something that also recycles or reuses or what happens to the solids? So that'll, you know, generally get treated as septage. Right. And that is a challenge for on-site wastewater as far as usually that solid waste, whether it's from the biological process or from the primary process, has to be taken to a separate facility. So one of the things that large wastewater treatment plants do is they dewater that sludge. And then, you know, depending on what classifications it meets, maybe it can be applied to some fields or it generally becomes solid waste. But that's true of all wastewater is that there's always some solid waste left over. Yeah, absolutely. I think you should call every winery in the company or in the country because I think that's genius. Finally, tell me about, in a little bit more specifics, what sustainable products Biomicrobics has to offer to help us design professionals do a better job. Like if I just came to you and said, what do you got? You know, obviously you're probably not going to tell me about all of them, but pick a couple of key things that you would really like people to know is out there and why it's so good for them. Sure. There's two products that I'd really like to focus on and that have been discussed a lot at this conference. And the first one is a wastewater treatment system, which is called our BioBarrier Membrane Bioreactor. So that is the product that we use to recycle the winery wastewater. And you can use it to recycle gray water or black water, you know, anything that's a biological or biodegradable wastewater. This product is suitable to treat it, and it's suitable for reuse on the property. Because what it uses, aside from the bacteria that break down the organic waste, it combines uh, with a very tight filter, which the filter has microscopic openings in the material that prevent bacteria, virus, and other, you know, even microscopic particles and some larger molecules to pass through. So what comes out is almost indistinguishable from tap water. It's uh, disinfected just by the active filtration, and it's immediately suitable for reuse, whether it's fire suppression, equipment washing, toilet flushing, or one of the easiest ones to implement is irrigation. Looking to the future, we all know we need to be more sustainable. We need to do a better job of how we handle a lot of things. 
and have less waste. How do you see your type of products as we move into the future? I mean, do you see more and more people, are you getting a lot more interest in these kinds of things? Because I mean, we all want to do that. Do you see this being kind of the way of the future? I mean, obviously you're in a city, you're hooked up to, you know, a sewer system or whatever, but. So a lot of it's driven by necessity. Municipalities are already doing what's you know, called a direct potable reuse. So they're taking municipal wastewater and treating it to a very high degree to where it can be immediately fed back into the you know, drinking water treatment system. Actually, some residents are so uncomfortable with that that they have to discharge the highly treated wastewater to a reservoir and then treat that in their drinking water plant. That actually makes it more costly to do because they have to do extra treatment because you know it's gets contaminated again in the reservoir so there's a social perception to it that is changing over time and that applies to our products as well as more people get curious about where their water goes and how they can you know deal with it better so we're seeing a lot more interest in that as you know year over year and i remember when people really started to make noise about more sustainable everything it was so just not feasible. Everything was so expensive. We've come a long way. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're getting dollar-to-dollar dollar comparisons in some systems and products, and sometimes the more sustainable option is even cheaper, which I never thought we'd get there. Right. Is this kind of system affordable, or have we not moved far enough that, that a homeowner, if I want to go buy a winery tomorrow, and I wanted this system, is it, how, how far off is it what yeah, maybe people traditionally would have done? So the technology is there, the affordability is there and getting better. The biggest barrier right now is the legislation that allows for the use. That's the slowest moving part. As you know, regulatory bodies get more comfortable with the technology that's available, they'll start to write more rules that address you know, being able to reuse wastewater on the, on a property. So they're starting to do it at a larger scale where they have more direct control over it. And as they get comfortable with that and what's on the market for decentralized applications, we'll start to see more of that as well. Well, you know, you are in Washington, D.C. So run on over to the Capitol and fix it while you're here. Yeah, I should. Yeah, yeah you should. Joe, thank you so much for joining me today and talking to me about everything you have going on. People are going to be really interested in this. I hope so. Uh, you've surprised me, you know, especially this winery thing. I'm really fascinated with this winery thing. Thank you so much for sharing and, and taking time out of your busy day to talk to me. Well, thank you so much for your questions. It's a pleasure. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and want to learn more, Visit rcat.com forward slash podcast to see photos, details, and more related project and product information that we discussed today. While you're there, take a look around rcat.com. For over 30 years, rcat has been the resource for AEC professionals to find the right products for their project. Try rcat and see how their tools can save you time and money and help you get ahead on your next project. Visit rcat.com. That's A-R-C-A-T dot com. If you enjoyed the show, you can support us by subscribing, leaving a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts, and sharing this with your friends. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back to share more stories and lessons learned to help you navigate your next project.